thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad to have you today joining us for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We've been having a good time. We're ministering on a series that's from my book called The Price of the Double Portion Anointing. And uh, there is an anointing that abides on, on the inside of every believer. Right. It's right. our privilege to become skillful with that. Yes. It's our privilege to learn what that is, uh, how, what it will do for us and to draw on that and yield to it, giving it its proper place in our life. Now, don't be misled by the title of the book, Double Portion Anointing, because it's not saying that everyone will operate under double portion anointing. But the Bible does tell us that uh, there is an anointing that abides within us. So we need to have some knowledge and skill with that. Well, um, we, we want, we're taking some of the things in this book because it's applicable to every believer. It's not just applicable to the double portion anointing, but it's applicable for all of us to be skillful with that anointing that abides with him. So that's why we're taking time to refer to it and teach it to you. Um, I want to read to you a segment of something Jesus said to me. This book came out of a visitation I had in 2018 when uh, Jesus came into my hotel room in St. Petersburg, Russia, and he began to talk to me about the anointing. And so for the next hour or so, he spoke to me. You say, did you see him physically? No, it was um, by word of knowledge. I knew where he was standing and I heard what he was saying. And um, so I'm not able in every, uh, in all the episodes in this series to tell everything he said. So we're just taking segments of it. So I do want to go back and... Um, Read, I'm going to read a segment where we left off on the previous episode. Now listen, go back and watch previous episodes yes. to get the whole yes. of this. Uh, Jesus said to me that night, he said, my yoke is light and easy. He said, um, carrying out my plan can be accomplished with lightness and ease as you give yourself to focusing on two things, continually feeding and meditating on the word and continually uh, having prayer and fellowship with God. Amen. Now, we, he's not talking about a rigid form of study and, and uh, prayer. He's talking about learning to make it a flow of our everyday life. Yes. Amen. Yes. Then he said this, doing these two things, what two things? Having an ongoing intake of the word and talking to God all throughout our day in prayer. He said, doing these, these two things will help you keep the door closed to the mind and the flesh through which Satan and his strategies gain entrance. Mm -hmm. So notice this, uh, when we are giving the word its proper place, 
and in fellowship with God as we ought to throughout the day, we're keeping the door closed to the enemy. We're not just enjoying the fellowship of our Father, but the, the enemy cannot gain entrance. Will he show up? Sure, but he doesn't have to get in just because he showed up. Amen. So Jesus went on and said this to me. He said, meditate often and much on the lightness and the ease of my yoke so that you think right toward these things. Toward what things? Toward a lifestyle of the word and prayer. And that's not just for ministers. That's for every believer. Amen. He's not saying we can't do anything else. He's saying that we have to learn to weave the word and prayer all throughout our day. Amen. Just make those things part of the flow of our day. And um, so he went on and he said, in my presence is fullness of joy. Carry out my plan in my presence. Mm -hmm. Then you will hold yourself in the joy of this flow, the flow where the mind and the body are always kept under the dominion of the spirit. How, How is the body and mind always kept under the dominion of the spirit by feeding and meditating on the word and doing it and then talking to God throughout the day. Yes. Those just doing those two things yes. keeps the mind and the body in check and keeps the spirit in dominion yes. in its rightful place. Yes. Amen. Yes. Um, one of the things that in teaching on this, um, we have to think right now, remember he said this in this passage, Meditate often and much on the lightness and ease of my yoke so that you think right. Uh, Many times people think that something God's called them to do is hard. That's wrong thinking. You know what's hard? Being out of the will of God. That's hard. I've been there. That, that's a no-go. That's a no-go. That's a, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> because when we do something our way instead of his way, we just stepped into the hard way. Doing it his way, we step into a light and easy flow. That doesn't mean every circumstance that comes is light and easy, but because we now have his anointing that abides within and his power to draw on, that anointing and that word that's on the inside of it, it causes us to overcome those situations easily. Easily. Amen. It is a complete joy and privilege to be a co-laborer with God. Don't ever think that anything of the plan of God for your life is hard for you or it's hard on you, hard on your family, hard on your finances. No, it's not. It is an absolute joy that God has involved us in the greatness of his plan. Amen. His plan for our life gives us, gives us a purpose worth getting up for in the morning. I, you and I are not just put on this earth to pay mortgages. That's right. Work a job to earn money to pay a mortgage. We are on, we are on this earth for God's plan, yes. the fulfillment of God's plan. And the enemy would love for us to think wrongly toward his plan for our life. It's not a hardship to feed on the word and meditate on the word. It's not a hardship to spend time in prayer and fellowship with God. But the devil would love for you to think, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to. See, if we think wrong, then we rob from ourselves the easy flow. And if we think wrong, we give access or an opening to the enemy. Amen. Turn with me, if you would, to Romans chapter 14 and verse 17 and 18. I'm going to read Romans chapter 14, verses 17 and 18. It tells us, for the kingdom of God is not 
meat and drink. It's not just something comprised of the natural, right? right? Uh Said, but the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. What's that mean? This is the flow of the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is the flow the Spirit of God is flowing in. This is what He's leading us in. If we are not living in righteousness, peace, and joy, we are not following the Spirit. Amen. Now, um, righteousness, peace, and joy is to be the flow of our everyday life. It's not just to be a moment here and there sprinkled throughout our lives. It's to be the flow of our everyday life. Notice the order. He said righteousness, peace, and joy. Um, If people, let's go backwards. Look at the word joy. People want to live in joy. You can't live in joy if you're not living in peace. The word before it. And you can't live in peace if you're not walking in your righteousness. Now, you have been made right with God. You don't have to earn it. It is a free gift of God. Your righteousness. Jesus was made sin so that we could be made who he was righteous. Amen. We're right with God, not because we've done everything right, but because Jesus did everything right and credited it to us as our rightness. It's amazing. That means we're free. No, no living under guilt, no living under shame, no living under regrets, no living under sin consciousness, conscious of where we missed it in the past. But now we're to be righteous conscious. What's that mean? We have to, in the face of the accuser of the brethren, because Satan is called the accuser of the brethren, when he accuses you with all your faults, failures, weaknesses, sins, every place you've missed it, every place you've made a wrong decision, you're to recall, wait a minute, I'm righteous. You have to be conscious of your righteousness. What is your righteousness? Who you are in Christ, who he made you to be. We're not to live this life conscious of who we are in ourselves, but who he made us to be. Amen. When we are walking, because we're righteous, we are righteous, but we need to live conscious that we're righteous because that will dictate how the decisions we make and what we yield to. Amen. So we're to draw on that flow of righteousness that's ours. It's who we are. We are right with God. Amen. Amen. Um, If we we do sin, then what does 1 John 1, 9 tell us? If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So once we confess that sin, now we're righteous again. Now we can stand back up on our righteousness. And can I tell you one of the greatest acts of faith you can make is to, after you've missed it, repent and then say, now I'm right with God and go on as though you never missed it. Now that's, that's an act of faith. I said, that's an act of faith on his word that he cleanses you from that. Amen. Um, we, can li- we can be someone who reads our Bible a lot. Mm-hmm. We should read our Bible. We, sh- we can be someone who prays a lot, even praying in other tongues a lot. We should. Mm-hmm. But if we're not walking in our righteousness, right. tormented in our mind with our past. Mm-hmm. That's good. Amen. See, that's a lack of 
walking in our righteousness, allowing torments right. of the past, condemnation, guilt, shame. That is a sign we're not letting our righteousness dominate us That's right. because we are righteous. Yes. Um, so someone can feed on the word a lot, pray a lot, but if they're not bold to establish themselves, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Yeah. Now what's Isaiah tells us? Isaiah said that when we are established in righteousness, we'll be far from fear, mm -hmm. far from oppression. What's oppression? Depression. We'll be far from terror. We'll be far from the threats of the enemy can't land when we're established in righteousness. Now, see, he made us righteous, but we have to, in our thought life, renew our minds. I'm right with God. Not because I've done everything right, but because his blood puts it back as though I never missed it. Amen. Amen. Now, as I said, we can feed on the word a lot. We can pray a lot, even speak in other tongues a lot. But if we're not walking righteousness, peace, and joy, we're still out of the flow of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. That means don't settle for a flow in your daily life that's less than a flow of righteousness, peace, and joy. If we're not flowing in that, we're doing it wrong because that's the flow that belongs to us. Amen. Now, and I've decided I'm never going to have another sad day. Does that mean sad events may come? They may come, right. but they're not going to pull me out of the flow That's of right. peace and joy. I'm not coming out of the joy flow. That's right. Circumstances will not offer you peace. Mm -hmm. Circumstances will not offer you joy. No problem. You brought your own. That's right. The peace of God is in you. Yes. The joy of God is in you to draw on any time because circumstances will not bring it to you. Nice. So you brought your own to draw on. Amen. I've decided I will never have a day void of peace again. I'll never have a day void of joy again. Why? Because I choose to stay in the, in the, in the kingdom of God flow. This is the flow of the kingdom of God. This is the flow where you're going to hear answers from heaven. This is the flow where you're going to receive needs met because this is the flow God's moving in. He's moving in the flow of righteousness, peace, and joy. He's not moving in the flow of fear and torment and worry. He's not moving in that. And so we have to stay in his flow to receive of his flow. Amen. We get in the wrong flow, we receive of the wrong flow. Well, praise the Lord. It's the truth anyway. No, no more sad days. Aren't you glad? No more sad days. But we have to become skillful in our righteousness. We have to establish ourselves. We have to become skillful with our peace, keeping troubling thoughts off of us. We have to be skillful with our joy, not letting something else, uh, fear or worry, silence us. How do you stay in joy? Keep rejoicing. Amen. Keep thanking God for his word and all that he's already made yours and that it's moving in your life. Now, look at verse 18. Well, let's go ahead and read verse 17 again. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Look at this. For he that he, um, for he who serves God in this way... Well, let me read out the King James. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Wow. Let me read it out of the Amplified. This, makes, this makes, makes it even clearer. He who serves Christ in this way, in what way? Walking in their righteousness, peace, and joy. Yes. He who serves Christ in this way, right. 
is acceptable and pleasing to God and is approved by men. So notice this, we can serve God, but if we're not peaceful, if we're not joyful, we're not serving him the way he wants us to serve him. If people are complaining about something God has commanded of them, then they're not serving God in the, in this way, this way, what way? The way of righteousness, peace, and joy. If we're sad and we've lost our joy, we're not serving him the right way. We may be fulfilling the tasks that he's assigned to us. You know, I pastored for 25 years and it was a complete joy. I absolutely loved every moment that I got to pastor. But there are some that would look at pastoring as a hardship. Pastoring was never a hardship. Mm-hmm. What was a hardship is if I did it wrong. Right. The, the call itself is not a hardship. What's hard is when we fulfill that call wrong, when we walk out that call wrong thinking, wrong words, wrong attitudes. That's what makes it hard. And then people will say the ministry's hard. The ministry's never been hard. Going the wrong way is hard. Having wrong thinking is hard. Having, having wrong doing, that's hard. But it's not the work of God. That's the joy. That's the lightness. That's the ease of what we're to be yoked up with. Amen. And when we're walking in our righteousness, when we refuse to, to leave peace, when we refuse to leave joy, we are living and serving God in the way he wants his plan carried out in our life. He doesn't just want our, his plan carried out in our life. It's how we carry out that plan. And this is what verse 18 is talking about. He who serves Christ in this way, righteousness, peace, and joy is acceptable and pleasing to God. Can we carry out the plan of God and it not be pleasing to God? Well, let me ask you as a parent, could you tell your child to go clean his room and he goes in and slams the door and starts slamming things around and cleans the room, but he's not pleasing to you by how he did it? Well, first of all, my child wouldn't even get past the slam door to even be... (laughs) You slam a door, you won't even get a chance to slam a toy around (laughs) because we're going to be on you. But I'm talking about if you ask somebody to do something and they do it, but they're complaining the whole way, griping the whole way, wishing they didn't have to do it the whole way, you would not be pleased. As As a parent, what about as an employer? That you want employees that are glad to be there, not complaining to other employees about having to be there. Right? right. An employer doesn't want that kind of employee. Right. Well, neither does God. That's right. He doesn't want his children unhappy. Right. He doesn't want his children displeased with the greatness of his plan. If they are displeased, they're not thinking right. What's that mean? We need to get in the word and renew our minds so yes. that we think right. Yes. Amen. Amen. Carrying out his plan is my greatest delight. Yes. And to carry carry it out in his presence, not trying to carry it out in my flesh, but carrying out with his ability, carrying out with his strength, carrying it out with his joy. Joy, I mean, it gives us the joyous life that's top shelf, top shelf, top shelf living. Amen. So it matters how we think. 
It matters how we think towards what he's called us to do. There is no hardship in anything he's told us to do. Now, what will, will have to be hard toward our flesh, hard toward our mind to not put up with wrong things. Amen. We have to be hard toward that. What's that? Immovable. I'm not letting my, my, I'm not letting wrong thinking move me off of right thinking. I'm not letting my feelings move me off of the plan of God. I'm not letting my flesh redirect my life in some other way than what God is leading me. And you'll have to be hard toward that mind, hard toward that flesh. But when you are, you step into an easy flow that carries your life. Now, think about this as a parent for me. I'm so grateful. I came, my mother was a terrific parent. She was a smart parent. And it gave me a head start in life that when I became a parent, I could always go back to how she parented me and I found a good way of parenting. I found a right way of parenting. Um, One of the things that she did with us, she was very firm with us. She was strict with us, especially early on when we were very young. By the time we were five and six, I tell you, really, in all honesty, we weren't getting much spankings, at least the girls. I can't talk about the boys. <laughs> my brothers were nine and 10 years older, but my sister and I, we were, we were younger than them, and so we were kind of paired off together. But I tell you, mother did not, it was not hard living in her household when we understood what she expected of us. Right. And she enforced what, we, what she expected of us we, did, we, weren't, we weren't getting spanked all day long. We weren't, uh, you know, having to be disciplined all day long, having things taken from us because she trained us early on. She was very uh, watchful early on. Yeah, and right she on. put some things in place so that it was easy to, to live that life out. Yes. See, be hard on your flesh, hard on your mind early on, yes. and then it carries you into an ease of flow. But if we're, if we're lenient toward our flesh... Lenient toward our mind, letting us say, think anything we want, say anything we want, then we're we're not going to live in the easy flow. Amen. So the more we renew our mind, the easier life becomes. Amen. The more we walk in the light of the word, the easier life becomes. Amen. Hallelujah. We are to walk as he would have us to walk. I said we are to walk as he would have us to walk. The word tells us. Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above his brethren. You know this? Jesus was the most opposed man in the earth. When he was three years of earthly ministry, he, they were looking to kill him. They were trying to push him off cliffs. They were sabotaging things. They were trying to catch him in his conversations. All kinds of strategies the enemy worked, yet it says of him that he was anointed with the oil of gladness above his brethren. No one was more joyous in the life he lived. Why? He stayed in the divine flow, and that carried him into an easy way of living. Amen. Amen. The things that came against him were hard, but he wasn't in that hard flow. Well, praise the Lord. It's the truth anyway. Never think anything God has commanded of you or anything God has asked of you. Don't ever think it's a hardship. It's only to bring you into the the easy flow. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. It's the devil who paints things hard. Yeah, he tries to paint God as a hard taskmaster. You know what's a hard taskmaster? Sin. Mm -hmm. 
That's a hard taskmaster. Disobedience, that's a hard taskmaster. What about fear? That's a hard taskmaster. What about doubt? That's a hard taskmaster. Everything God has made ours puts us in the easy flow. And you have to go back and check and watch your mouth. Watch your thinking. What am I saying? You know, if God gives you a job working for a certain, certain employer, listen, God's blessing you. Don't, don't, don't complain against that. It'll put you in a hard flow when that, that job is meant to be a blessing to you. Amen. You know, God delivered his people from, from Egypt and he sent them on the way, how they were to exit Egypt. And he sent them on the path they were take so that they would arrive at the promised land. And in the way, what did they run across? The Red Sea. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's quite an obstacle, but it wasn't hard. Why? Because they didn't have to paddle across. They didn't have to swim across. All they had to do was trust God's power. Amen. Believe God's power. And what happened? The waters opened up and they walked across on dry land, not wet, not sinking down, an easy path. A hard situation turned easy. That's what obeying God will do for you. A hard situation turned easy. But if we speak wrong, if we complain, we turn the path hard. We turn the way hard. Anything God calls me to do, it's a joy. Anything he commands in his word, it's a joy. Amen. Amen. The word tells us the way of the transgressor is hard. So I know this and I've, I've, I've recognized it in my own life in the past. If something was hard, I was transgressing the right way. I had transgressed. I had gotten off the right way. Wrong thinking is a transgression from right thinking. Right? So if I'm thinking, if, if, if something is hard for me, I'm thinking about it wrong. Um, if something I'm doing is hard, then am I off the plan? Am I off the path? Go back to the easy path, which is the plan of God. Amen. Amen. Well, thank God he's helping us. He's helping us. Listen, Jesus said to me, he said, meditate often and much on the lightness and the ease of my yoke so that you think right toward these things. Amen. Toward what things? Toward what? Toward uh, the the things that are connected to our life. Feeding on the word, prayer, following the plan of God, fulfilling the plan of God. And uh, we have to meditate on how light and easy it is so that we don't get duped by the enemy thinking it's hard. What's hard is disobeying. What's light and easy is just fulfilling his plan. Amen. Well, we're teaching out of our book called The Price of the Double Portion Anointing. We want you to get your copy. You can go to to, uh, JesusTheHealer.org and you can purchase your copy there and we'll get it right out to you. And uh, you want to join us next time because we're going to continue along this line. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this book, The Price of the Double Portion Anointing, Nancy Dufresne gives clarity on how we are to walk successfully in this era. It instructs those in the ministry, but also brings instruction to every believer in helping them to fulfill the will of God for their lives. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. 
come join us for our Jesus the Healer Crusade in Fresno, California at Elite Event Venue, located at 4105 West Fig Garden Drive, Fresno, California, 93722. The dates are March 25th through the 29th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting miracles. If you have received a healing or have any other testimony to share with us as a result of this broadcast, we would love to hear about it. Please call us, write us, or contact us through our website. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.